0: Welcome to the Aligned Leader Podcast, a personal growth podcast for driven women who want to level up their life and business. Tune in weekly to learn emotional management tools and mindset-expanding tips. I'm your host, mindset and business coach, Michelle Costas. Let's get started. Well, welcome back, everyone. This week, we are going to be talking about buffering. Buffering. So... This topic has been coming up a lot with my clients. It's something that we all do as humans and this is something that if you become aware of it, I believe that 90% of change is awareness and if we could become aware of it, it will be a game changer for you in your life and in your business. So if I wanted to share a story about buffering, it will always lead me down to two specific ways that I have buffered previously in my life. Um, buffering can be many things, but my two buffers of choice were eating and spending. So spending like shopping, online shopping, spending money in person, even booking vacations, like any sort of spending money, any sort of like dopamine hit that I could get with that, that was a route I took. Okay. And my eating was, um, from a place of You know, I can have fun with food. I can create excitement about going to a restaurant. I can, you know, if I'm happy, I'm sad, I'm glad. You know, food was kind of like a fix-all for me for a lot of my life, and it started from a very young age. And you know, my basic needs, my number one is choices. And my second one is uh, fun and adventure. So food, check the boxes for that. And spending money, check the boxes for that. So what is buffering? Buffering is whenever we are not wanting to feel a feeling, We will involve ourselves in activities, and they can be healthy activities or not healthy activities, but what it is a symptom of is not wanting to feel a feeling or wanting to feel a feeling. Those are, if you ever want to understand why you do what you do, you are doing what you're doing right now to feel a feeling or to avoid a feeling. That's it. That's it. And on the surface, it might look like because you think you should or whatever, but that's as well wanting to feel a feeling or avoid a feeling, not wanting to feel shame, wanting to feel joy, wanting to feel relaxation, wanting to feel relief, all those things. So everybody has a different buffer of choice, right? And buffering can be eating, drinking, over exercising. Spending money, um, overspending, it can be any type of avoidance activity like TV, social media, Um, anything really can become a buffer. And it's not coming from the place of, oh, I really enjoy this thing and then I'm choosing to do it because I love it. It's, oh, this negative thing happened in my life and I don't want to feel it. So I'm now going to do this other thing because it's going to create a chemical reaction in my body that's going to give me positive feelings. And then I don't have to feel that feeling over there. And what it does is it seems so harmless in the moment, but then what happens is our buffering starts to add up. And then what also starts happening with buffering is maybe the buffer starts small, right? Maybe the... The person starts by, when they get off of work, they go get a drink at the bar. And then all of a sudden they're finding themselves doing it every single day. Because what ends up happening is the the buffer, the thing that we're doing to try to avoid that negative emotion, starts to become like this coping mechanism, but we're just not really acknowledging all of the feelings. Like for example, that person might be experiencing stress at work. Maybe they're experiencing stress at home and they don't want to go yet. So they buffer. And then if we don't know how to feel our feelings and we consistently buffer, we will actually start to feel over, more overwhelmed by our feelings than what they actually are. And there is a a thought process and you can go back and there's episodes where I talk about emotions in, in the show and I talk about how important it is to feel a feeling. Well, this is, you know, buffering is kind of an extension of that is understanding the behavior so that when we see it coming, that awareness of it, we can stop it where it starts. So we get so afraid to feel feelings We get so afraid to feel feelings. And some of us, you know, it could be from your upbringing. It could be that um, in your household, feelings weren't something that were talked about. You could have grown up in an environment where um, you were supposed to be positive or maybe you grew up in an environment where um, you had a lot of siblings or, you know, there just wasn't space for it or it could have not been from your childhood at all and it could just be something that you learned as a coping me- mechanism as you got older. And really the solution to stopping that and and stopping the behaviors that we don't want. You know, if you're if you're painting or you're exercising or you're you know, watching a movie out of enjoyment and choosing to do it because you want to And it's not coming from a place of avoiding feeling things. That's a very different conversation. Versus, I don't feel good right now and I need an outside circumstance to distract me from what I'm actually feeling. Because I don't actually want to acknowledge what I'm feeling. Because if I acknowledge what I'm feeling, then I'm going to have to change something. So... If you have something in your life, and and what's really cool with this is just, like I said, 90% of change, it's just awareness. That's it. And so with that awareness comes change in all areas of your life. How you are in one thing is how you are in all things. And so there's a ripple effect that when you work on one area, it positively, positively impacts all the others. So... I was talking to a client and I was expressing, you know, you know, parts of my weight loss journey that I'm on now. Um, you know, times that I've lost weight in the past and where it came from. And I really described times that I went into debt or times that I gained weight as really unfelt feelings. Like I don't feel afraid of, of food when my relationship with food is that I'm eating it to fuel my body when my relationship with food is it is my comfort and you tell me to eat less of it or you tell me to restrict certain kinds of it that feels like a very emotional feeling so that's why it's so important to get really clear on the things that we're choosing and if we're choosing them from a place because we're using it to distract ourselves and which buffer is the one for you that becomes the go-to And maybe you don't have a buffer. Maybe you're just somebody who, you know, you just, that's not how you operate. Well, most people that I've met, even if they don't do it to a high degree, there is some form of buffering that can happen just because it's human nature to not want to feel negative emotion. Like our subconscious brain wants to be safe. It wants pleasure. It doesn't want pain and so it will avoid it at all costs, and it's our habit brain, and by the time we're 35, 95% of our decisions come from that brain, our subconscious mind, our little girl mind is what I like to call it. And so she's kind of in control most of the time, and that's why most of our decisions are kind of on autopilot. That's why when you'll notice if you, you know, decide that you're not going to eat a certain type of food or you're going to change something in your diet of what you're eating, and you'll find yourself, like, go into the cupboard or go into the fridge, that is called an urge. And what it comes from is it's your subconscious brain going, it's three o'clock. This is about the time we reach for that cup of coffee. It's three o'clock. That's about the time we go get a piece of chocolate. And it gives us some time to relax. It gives us some time to take a break, whatever that is. So again, that's my buffering of choice that I'm, Totally working on and so excited that my weight loss journey has felt so much easier now that I'm just aware of these things and and here's a tool that I'll just give you here in the middle that will help you is sometimes when I find myself at the fridge or at the pantry you know and I open it and I'm looking at everything I'll ask myself like what am I needing right now am I hungry and if I ask myself what am I needing right now Many, many times it's like oh, I'm actually just feeling tired or I actually just need to take a break or I actually am thirsty and need to drink water. And it could be the same thing with any buffer. If you start finding you're on social media, then ask yourself, what am I needing right now? Maybe I'm just needing a break. Maybe I'm, you know, not wanting to do the work that I'm doing cuz I don't have the best feelings about the type of work I'm doing right now or I'm experiencing stress. And so what I like to do is whenever I find myself about to buffer, I check in, ask myself, what am I needing right now? And then I really like to show up for myself for whatever it is that I'm needing. And it does not take a lot of time or energy. It actually usually takes less time and energy. So it's like, okay, what am I needing right now? Well, I'm needing a break. Okay, do I have five minutes to just take a break, walk outside, get a glass of water, sit on the couch for a moment, step out of my office and into the sun, step out on the deck. Like, what do I need right now? And usually that urge will pass. And so it doesn't have to just be involving food. That's just been my buffer of choice in the past. It could be anything. Again, eating, drinking, social media, watching TV, over-exercising, anything that is you're, you're taking to a place of out of balance to actually avoid feeling something. Okay. So if you could look at how much of your life is in, how much time is invested, if you could pinpoint one buffer, that's like your number one, oh, so powerful. Even if you could just pick out your number one buffer that you experience in your life and just focus on that one and be like, okay, so what's my plan the next time I find myself about to buffer or mid-buffer? <laughs> if you're in the middle of buffering and you're like, oh, you remember this podcast and you go, huh, I'm buffering buffering right now. You can either ask yourself, what am I needing right now? You can allow yourself space to journal. Uh, if you would like to meditate, if you would like to pray, if you would like to read a book, whatever it is that's going to nourish you, if you want to make a plan, that's going to set you up for success for the next time. But if you don't have a plan in that moment, it's going to be too easy to just stick with the buffer. And it doesn't mean we're going to be perfect, right? I always talk about it's so much more about your track record than it is perfection. It is never going to be perfect. (laughs) We never arrive, right? So, I always say we die a work in progress and that's okay and wherever you're at right now in your journey of like learning how to feel your emotions to to the full peaceful level I just want you to know that nothing is wrong with you you are normal and it is normal a human nature to want to avoid feeling things (laughs) of course like feeling bad doesn't feel good that's why it's called feeling bad but negative emotions are part of life, and life is 50-50, even with all the tools. So something that I like to do for myself is is when I'm feeling negative emotion, I will watch myself. If I If I start to go to buffer or, you know, I start to, I notice myself, like, if I'm feeling anxiety or if I'm feeling stress or I'm feeling behind or whatever that might be, whatever negative emotion, you name it. I will watch myself start to kind of want to resist it. That's like my first pattern. And when I resist it, then I'll notice myself like start to do things. Whether I'm like going into a cleaning mode, that can be a form of buffering. Going into over-exercising, going into overworking, going into the pantry. But I notice myself like feeling uneasy in my body, so then I get into action. So that can usually be one of the first signs. You start to make motion towards something that's going to help give you relief. Okay. And then once I notice that, then I go, okay, so what am I needing right now? And something that's powerful for me for feeling emotion is I will literally, I do this with my clients all the time when we're holding space for their emotions in, in our sessions. I put my hand over my heart, both of my hands on my chest, over my heart. I take a deep breath. And I notice the feeling. I notice the feeling. You know, you've heard me say this analogy before. Like, if you are resisting emotions, it's like holding a beach ball under the water in the pool. And the deeper and deeper and deeper you go with the beach ball, the more pressure, and then it creates an explosion. Versus if we just notice the beach ball floating on top of the water, going back and forth. You know, we'll notice it. We'll see it. It'll be there. We'll acknowledge it but it doesn't overtake us and it's not an explosion. So that's how I feel in my body, I notice it. Okay, where am I feeling this emotion? Okay, my hands are over my heart. Where am I feeling this emotion? Am I feeling in my chest? Am I feeling in my stomach, my eyebrows? (laughs) You know, today it's daylight savings, yesterday it was daylight savings and I got less sleep last night. And so I just noticed when I just did this exercise that I'm feeling, you know, tired in my eyebrows. (laughs) So, you know, this just so works. My eyes are closed. My feet are flat on the floor and I'm just present. And even if you're experiencing an intense negative emotion, you're going to notice the sooner you acknowledge the feeling and the thoughts that are creating it, the sooner you can let it pass, just like that beach ball in that pool. And so That's what I do to show up for myself. I even feel so much more peace even just right now going there. So we live in a society where we're constantly being distracted and presence is uncommon and presence is powerful. Presence is stress relieving and we think the emotion's never going to end but it's the opposite. It passes and we feel safe and our little girl brain, our subconscious brain is like, okay, good. And then all the chemicals in our body, the feel good chemicals come and we're self-soothing and we're nurturing our little girl brain in a whole new way that maybe she hasn't quite yet experienced. And it's powerful and it's loving and it's a game changer. So I just want to encourage you that get aware of your number one buffer. (laughs) if you have one, your number one buffer, and maybe take some time today to journal about it, or maybe tomorrow morning and journal about it. Get really clear. And then I want you to make a plan. Make a plan. So the next time you're experiencing those emotions that are causing you to want to distract and pull away, I want you to lean in and have a plan to feel them so that you can get through them faster. Resisting the emotions is so much more painful than feeling them. The negative effects of buffering in our life are so much more painful than just feeling the feelings. Again, if you do it in one area, you'll notice that it affects every other area positively when we release that one area. There's a lot of things in our life that are created by not being willing to feel our emotions. You know, my coach always says the highest paid person in the room is the one that's willing to feel the most emotions. So I just want to encourage you today. Show up for you. Make a plan. Journal it out. And I have three spots left for my one-on-one coaching. So as always, click the link in the show notes to book a free consult with me. If you experienced more peace today from acknowledging your emotions, imagine what would be possible as working together for more peace and more profit in your life and business. All right. Thanks. And I'll talk to you next week.